Well, good morning. Welcome back to the Broadcast Retirement Network. I'm Jeff Snyder. This is BRNAM for Wednesday, December 14th, 2022. And our top story today, how much life insurance should seniors have? Joining me now to discuss this and a lot more, Phil Snyder is the Senior Vice President with The Warner Companies. Phil, Dad, it's great to see you again. Thanks so much for joining us on the program this morning. Hi, Jeff. Hope you're doing well. Happy to yeah, be here. Yeah, Dad, it's great to see you. And, and uh, I guess for the audience's benefit, my father is in Timonium, Maryland, where I grew up in Baltimore. And I am in Charlotte, North Carolina, where I live with my wife. Um, so that, that probably explains why we're a little distant, but not too far. All right, Dad, um, let's talk about life insurance from the context of seniors. And by seniors, I mean maybe people 65, 60, 65 and older. How much, first of all, do people this age need, life, need a life insurance benefit? Well, need, need I guess, is a personal issue. Um, so one defines need in, in his or her own way. Um, there are lots of reasons to buy life insurance, but they're the same reasons people would use uh, money for. So if you if you need money that you don't currently have or want to create money that you don't have, um, life insurance could be a way to do that. And, and you know, I mean, you know, you, I guess we're all kind of headed in the same direction. Uh, at, so, at some point, we will pass out of this world and to wherever you go. Uh, so... We're going to have expenses like funeral expenses, burial expenses, and maybe some outstanding debt. If you're a senior uh, or if you're someone my age, 50 or younger, how do you determine how much life insurance you, you actually need? Because as you said, it's really based on personal circumstances. So, so where do you start? Well, I, I guess what you have to figure out is what are my responsibilities? What are my obligations? What debts, if any, do I have that I want clear at my at my passing? Um, what are my future needs and how do I plan for those? Things like education, mortgage, family income, perpetuation of income, um, uh, burial expenses to put it on a more mundane level. All those things you have to take into consideration. So, and they're all individual. There's no cookie cutter approach to any of that. So by and large, you've really got to sit down and do some analysis. And for the most part, most insurance agents, financial planners certainly, and others are, are skillful at doing that, <clears throat> helping you to uncover what you perceive as your real needs. Well, Dad, when it comes to selecting the type of insurance, we've talked to you about whole life, term life, and, and just broadly what those topics mean, what those types of products are, is something like term life, which tends to be a little bit cheaper. There's no cash value for the policy per your excellent education of, of myself and the audience. Uh, but is term life available to, to someone who is considered a senior? Well, generally, I'd say the answer to the question is yes, certainly through age 75, perhaps beyond. There, there are likely to be insurance carriers out there who would sell some form of term insurance after the age of 75. Now we're talking about initiating a policy at that age. We're not talking about continuing an, exist, an existing policy. So I think it, you need to work with a broker, an agent, or someone who, who can scour the market if in fact you have a specific need for term insurance, I'd say beyond the age of 75. I, I imagine it's available. Do, do, do you think that the uh, pandemic uh, you know, a million people dying here in the United States, people inflicted with great 
suffering as a result of the pandemic, you're faced with your mortality. Do you think that has led to more interest in life insurance, especially among those who are considered to be seniors? And how does the life insurance industry respond to something like that? Do they build a new product, for example, uh, for people who are maybe a little bit older? How do you how do you generate the mortality tables and figure out the actuarial aspects of something like that? Well, I'm not an actuary. <laughs> However, um, the, the products haven't necessarily changed. They've been refined. They've been updated. There's new innovations within them. But by and large, the products haven't really changed because of COVID. The availability of the products has changed significantly. Due to COVID, you can, uh, and, and other reasons beyond the COVID uh, situation, you can now buy life insurance in relatively large amounts, depending on your age, certainly before age 60, without a medical exam, uh, pretty up to maybe three or $4 million of coverage from a given carrier. So, and that could be term, it could be uh, whole life as you term it. Um, you actually can go online and do that and you don't even need a medical exam in some cases. So it's the process of getting life insurance uh, has been made easier and the products that are available are similar or, or in most cases identical to the products you would otherwise get if you had to go through the full underwriting process, medical exam and so forth. So the products that are available are better and the ability to get them is uh, made easier. Yeah, well, uh, Dad, I need to take a very quick break when we come back. You know, life insurance is one of those things that is Googled often. We've got the top Google questions, and we've got some answers. You're going to want to stick around, so stay tuned right here on BRN AM. Imagine a new television network that will make you richer, healthier, and in control of your financial future. This network is for the policewoman in Nashville, Tennessee, the baker in Dubuque, Iowa, the teacher in Lexington, Kentucky. We want to make the idea of savings and retirement culturally relevant. But what do you see as a defining issue of the midterms? Especially for the smaller businesses. I mean, they are the lifeblood of the American economy. Featuring exclusive interviews, current affairs, and docu-series. 33 yeah. years old, you retired early. The philosophy is money only matters if it helps you live a life that you love. But you gotta start thinking about retirement as soon as you get in. The Broadcast Retirement Network will drive very high engagement with premium partnerships. So this isn't retirement and savings for your parents or grandparents. This is for all Americans. And we're gonna change the way you think about money. Welcome to the next frontier of retirement and savings. This is BRN, the Broadcast Retirement Network. Are you stuck with a low credit score? A credit report and score that's causing you to be denied credit or pay higher interest rates than others for the same things? 
Then do what Terrence did and call Credit Repair for your free credit evaluation to help restore your credit. I started thinking about buying a new house and my score wasn't where I needed it to be. I called and spoke with one of the representatives and we just had a good conversation and I, I liked what he was saying. Just one call for his free credit evaluation was all it took to start back on the track to repairing his credit. I'm seeing the deletions and I'm getting the report so I know something's being done. It does make a difference to me. All it takes is one call to get started. Credit repair has given me a second chance to have a better credit score. Don't let a low credit score hold you back another day. Do what Terrence did and make the call for your free credit evaluation. Call 800-819-4152. That's 800-819-4152. Again, 800-819-4152. Welcome back. We're joined this morning by Phil Snyder of the Warner Companies. Well, Phil, Dad, thanks so much for sticking around with us for segment number two this morning. Oh, happy to be here, Jeff, as you know. Yeah, and, and, and so as we talked about in segment one, more and more people are interested in life insurance. And as it happens, Google, um, Google searches, life insurance is one of the top uh, searches. And better than Google, I, even though you're not an actuary, we have you to answer some of these questions. So let me, let me start. The first question um, if you have pre-existing medical conditions, uh, diabetes, cancer, something, can you still get life insurance coverage? Uh, generally, the answer would be yes, unless your situation is so severe and, and the, the uh, life expectancy is so reduced that uh, it would be difficult to buy insurance. Uh, for example, typically, if you've had cancer and you're six, seven years out the, from cancer and you're cancer free currently, um, and again, this depends on the nature of the cancer and so forth, but uh, you can certainly apply for and probably obtain life insurance. For the most part, life insurance is, is available, even if the insurance company charges a, a higher premium to you because of the increased risk. Generally, you can buy what we would call a substandard or rated life insurance, higher premiums for the same amount of coverage. Yeah, and uh, and you, you answered my question about the higher premium. Mm -hmm. You're gonna pay just like you would if you get into more car accidents, you're more of a risk for the life insurance company. But just just because you have these preconceived, pre-existing conditions doesn't shouldn't dissuade you from seeking out life insurance. You should seek it out if it makes sense for your financial situation, right? Yeah, and the thing I would say to people is if, if, you're, if you're working with a competent individual who's helping you, you might want to predetermine your insurability before you ever even apply to an insurance company. And again, you wouldn't necessarily be able to do this with, with uh, small face amount policies, but with larger policies, it's, it's not a bad idea to submit some medical information to a number of companies on a preliminary basis and have them do a preliminary assessment and come back to you with a likely result if you were to apply. That's going to save a lot of time and a lot of effort and probably lead you to the most productive result. Yeah. So we do that all the time in our practice. Let's talk about age. And, and I think you hinted a little bit at this, but is there a cutoff for how young you have to be to get life insurance and how old you need to, you can be to get life insurance? Well, let's deal with young. Uh, for the most part, people don't buy significant amounts of individual life insurance on small children. There are always exceptions to every rule, um, but 
the loss of a small child doesn't necessarily create a financial hardship um, or, or a long-lasting financial hardship. Obviously, it creates emotional distress and so forth. But um, so I, that, now I have had clients who, uh, affluent clients who have bought substantial insurance on grandchildren, but those children were, let's say, young teenagers at the time. Um, just to get them started on a program. At older ages, you can buy life insurance probably up to beyond age 80. Uh, again, we don't we don't have a lot of experience with people beyond the age of 80 in our practice buying life insurance, but certainly there are companies out there who offer products beyond age 80, albeit a small number of companies. So you really have to look around and explore the marketplace. And that's what a good broker would do for you. If you have an existing policy that you continue to pay premia on, uh, say you bought it age 40 and you continue to pay premia into your senior years, first of all, um, can an insurance company just say, hey, you know, you're 80 now, we don't want you anymore? Can they just divorce themselves of you? Do, is there anything that they can do per the contract? Now, again, every company is different, but can they say, hey, you know, <laughs> hit the road, Jack, you, you paid in, we don't want you anymore, or Jane? Um, generally, the answer is no. That the insurance company, it's, as long as you pay the premiums, the contract that you have with the insurance company remains alive, as long as you're covering the cost of running that policy year over year. Um, having said that, there are all kinds of exceptions to that as a general rule. Um, certainly term insurance, for example, just to digress for a second, if you buy a 10-year term policy in year 11, that premium is going to escalate dramatically because the fixed premium that you've been paying for the 10 year period is over. And so uh, that premium could go up two, three, four, five times what you've been paying and continue to escalate every year thereafter. So you just have to be mindful of the need. You have to manage your policies effectively um, so that you don't get behind the eight ball, so to speak. All right, let's talk about social security number and, and there may be a, a lot of people who come to this country uh to work uh maybe they have a work visa um do i need a social security number to get a, a life insurance policy here in the states so if i'm visiting two years three years four years on a work visa can, should i get can i get life insurance here should i and if not do i go back to my my uh, uh country of residency to do that yeah, I, I, the, my quick answer is I think you more than likely need a Social Security number to buy life insurance, but I'm not saying that with absolute certainty. Again, I have no experience working with people who don't have Social Security numbers. For the most part, every citizen in this country, I'm sure with some minimal exception, has a Social Security number. Uh, and we use that Social Security number throughout the whole financial world and otherwise um, to track things. So uh, my quick answer is probably yes, but uh, for those who are new to this country, if can they buy life insurance without a social security number? I don't know the answer to that question, but I will find out the answer and get to yeah. you and, yeah, and I, you can convey that at a later date. Yeah, I, you know, I think it's interesting because we have a lot of people who have applied for citizenship. They come to the country and, and that is not a that is not a short process. It's, it can oftentimes be a lengthy process. So how do you protect your family uh, if you're in process to get um, you become a citizen and you'll get well, issued a social security number? Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm sure there's probably a way to obtain coverage. 
certainly if you're being employed, you need a social security number to be employed. When an employer pays you, they have to take um, uh, Medicare taxes out. Uh, maybe they withhold federal income tax, things of that nature. So in order to do that, you have to have a social security number, I'm sure. But um, whether you're here on a short-term basis and want to buy life insurance, I, I, I'm sort of skeptical of that, but I don't know the answer, and it's not something that I've had experience working with. Well, we're no, have that doesn't to... necessarily give you the best answer. But... You know what? That's a perfect teaser for the for when you come back. So we'll have to address that. That'll get the audience will have to tune in every day until <laughs> you come back. Dad, great to see you. You are the expert. You could be an actuary in my eyes. You were always the best athlete in my eyes, the best businessman in my eyes, and obviously the best dad in my eyes. So uh, great to see you. Thanks so much for joining us, and we look forward to having you back on the program again very soon and with that answer. Well, thank you. And I'm a very proud father of a wonderful <laughs> son. All right. Have a good day. Thanks, Dad. And that wraps up this episode of BRNAM. Have a topic of interest, someone you think we should talk to? Drop us a line. And don't forget, for all the latest curated news and lifestyle wellness, finance, tech, so much more, and all in one place, check out today's edition of our daily newsletter, The Morning Pulse. Want to search our archives, check out our latest content? We'll visit our website and, of course, all of our streaming partners. We're back again tomorrow for another edition of BRNAM. Until then, I'm Jeff Snyder. Stay safe, keep on saving, and don't forget, roll with the changes. Now is your opportunity to co-create content around any topic on the first lifestyle and wellness network. Reach a global audience through our platform and co-own exclusive branded content. All of our programs are available on demand and also as audio-only podcasts so you can take us on the go. Broadcast Retirement Network, available anytime, anywhere, and on any device. Tax audits, tax liens, wage garnishments. Every day we hear stories like this about good folks who are simply struggling to pay their bills. Each of them are living a frightening IRS tax nightmare and they are afraid it will destroy their lives. I'm a divorced single mom and my ex-husband left me and the kids with a lot of unpaid bills, including unpaid taxes. I was really starting to show my stress on my kids because the IRS had sent me a letter demanding a huge payment from me. I couldn't afford it. So then the IRS was threatening to garnish my wages. I'm already living paycheck to paycheck. That would have put me over the edge financially. It truly seemed hopeless, but then a friend at work told her to call the tax relief line. The people at the tax relief line, they told me about something called innocent spouse relief. They worked it out so that all of the taxes from my ex are not my problem. I don't know how that works and, and I don't care. All I care about is that I don't owe the IRS a dime and they are not going to take my paycheck. Even if it seems hopeless, you should call the number on your screen right now. There is absolutely no cost for the call or the consultation. You are under no obligation. If you are worried that the IRS could garnish your wages, seize your assets, even take your home, call us right now. The tax relief line is here to help you. 
Now you have a knowledgeable, professional team of tax experts that are ready to negotiate with the IRS and fight for you to save you money. The Tax Relief Line's professionals have successfully negotiated thousands of cases, reducing and sometimes even eliminating the tax debt for their clients. It's very easy to get started. Simply call the number on your screen right now. You don't have to live in fear anymore. The call and the consultation are free.